Alright guys, it's the 8th episode of The Gentleman's Breakfast. In all candor, we just recorded 12 to 14 minutes of B-minus content, mm. uh, which we're going <laughs> to now attempt to reproduce on the fly for our first time on the show. Yeah. going to apologize for that. We had a slight malfunction with the voice memo app on iPhone. Shockingly, that's not the best audio recording tool. Happens. But Seamus spent the last week gallivanting in uh, Seattle. Pacific Northwest, yeah, beautiful place. Yeah, visiting, doing a lot of family vacation, you know, forced family vacation. When you're the youngest, you get forced into these situations. Sister lives there with her husband. Brother was flying out from the East Coast. Had to make the, you know, attempt to go see them. So I did that. Summertime, I hear Seattle's pretty nice. So I went her up there. And a uh, little backstory, older brother has a nine-month-old child. So I, I think I remember telling you this, the listeners or the viewers, whatever you want to call them, Probably don't know that. I threatened to um, plan a hot one on my nephew's face. Yeah. Because my brother used to fart on my face as a child. Yeah, you said that that would be and your... And let it linger. Yeah, you said that that would be your retribution. He used to pin you down, fart on your face, so you're going to fart on his innocent child's face. Yeah. So he got really upset about it, said he was going to get violent, da, da, da. So I met the child seven months ago, nothing happened. Nine months, I feel like this is my chance to redeem myself. Now it can move a little bit, it can crawl, kind of understands what's going on. It's a little mobile. So, you know, after the fourth or fifth day of uh, hanging out with the child, and the child's super cool, does everything, calm. You can't be fucking super cool as a nine-month-old. Yeah, it's, it doesn't cry. Are you kidding me? It just, it's you're really just cute. a bag of meat at that point, and even if you're being quiet, that's not a product of what you're doing. That's just like electrical signals in your brain or... You're you're probably distracted by flashing lights and stuff, so it's probably a sign that you might be dumb. But Jake, it doesn't talk back. Always positive. He can't talk back. He's positive. And he's not always positive. You showed me a video of you putting an ice cube in his mouth, and he cried. It was the worst thing he'd ever had. So yeah, what the wasn't fuck ready. ever. Get to the part where he lays a hot one on your chest already. So I told my brother after a few nights of drinking there last night that I would, you know. I, you know, if you wake up a crack house dawn, I'll, I'll take care of him for a little bit. So he wakes up the last day, and I'm sitting on the couch, and he just plops this child on my chest saying, take care of this. Okay, he wants some, he wants some me time, and he wants to take care of himself. So I'm holding him, he's being super cute looking at me. Snap a quick Instagram, you know, try to up, up my uh, likes on, on Instagram. Sure. Chicks into it. And then, uh... I calmly feel like a little, little warm peanut busting through his ass <laughs> onto my chest. Did you feel any strain? I just saw the clenched face. So, nah. Yeah. So do you, they put? Is he only in the diaper, or does he have like some cute pants on over the diaper? He has some cute pants on. Yeah, he's not okay. like just solo diaper. Like so this, there's no a, chance for leakage. There's a couple barriers. Okay. Yeah, and apparently. And here's the other thing he's had diarrhea for like a week here's apparently I didn't, I didn't know that here's the other thing we haven't gotten into how long did his shit take like did you just let him sit there and finish well, what am I supposed to do throw him on the ground I, maybe you could put him onto the couch next to you well I'm lying down and he's lying on top of me so well, if okay. I want to quickly just pivot him and then just I get up yeah I mean I think I may have sat up and Swung him over to the side so his ass were on the couch instead of. I don't want to. I mean, as weird as this, I don't want to disturb anyone while they're making a movement. 
you never know what's going to happen. I don't want anything slipping, I respect angles. that. Yeah, I respect so that. I feel the first one come out, I'm like, was that, was that shit? Yeah, that's definitely shit. And then I hear the second one come out. So he, Declan really beat me to the punch there, where I threatened to fart on his face. Yeah, he got back on you without being prompted by his father. But and his father doesn't even know, and I'm probably not going to tell his father that. Did you, did you clean up shop after that? No, I've never wiped anyone's ass. So how long was he sitting there with his shit in there before... Uh, well, I gave him some time. Well, then I I picked him up and put him on the couch. I was kind of over holding him, uh, and let him just kind of play around there. And then they eventually wandered back out. And then I said to his his wife, "Hey, he's got a hot one in there." How do you know? I'm like, "Well, I know." Sound like a real father. Sound like you really prepped for fatherhood there. Practice. Couple things. One, I'm gonna need more energy out of you for the rest of this show. <laughs> Two. You da-da-da too much. How many times did I do it there? Only once, twice in the last attempt. Okay. No more da-da-das. Yeah. You also used the word calmly in ways that that word was never meant to be used. <laughs> you drop calmly in so many... Context where it's like someone is this a recent something. development or is this just no? You've done this your whole life. It's just now I feel like since we're re-recording the show here, yeah, we got to really dig in. And I told you I wanted this to be if we were going to re-record it, I wanted it to be sharp. Mm-hmm. I expect things to be sharper out of you. So that's mainly because I'm coming. You know that I come in hot out of the gates when I come in from the road. Yeah. Well, let's get back to the road. How was the road for you? It's fucking miserable. I spent the last three weeks in New York. Uh, in between that, I was in Dallas. Did you sprinkle in, sprinkle in any hinge dates? No hinge dates. Did you even turn on your hinge when you're in New York? Fuck no. And I told you, I was straight up with you when you said, will you commit to going on a hinge date? I said no. So, I mean, how did your hinge shit go? I'm heating some things up, but mainly... Okay, all right, so nothing. nothing. In the pipe. All right, so nothing. nothing in the pipe. So great, so probably a couple hours of your time. For no pr- pr- production, so I am yet to see what I'm missing Let's out on. Let's talk there. about your real production, though. Of the last three weeks on the road, what's been your most depressing meal? <sighs> be honest with the listeners here, we already discussed this previously, but the most depressing meal that I had was the third time that I went to the same burger joint in one week right next to my hotel that I stay at in Soho. It's the Black Tap. In Soho. It's a tight spot. One little bar top in there. But, you know, you pop up in there for the third time, and they're like, oh, hey, just just you tonight, buddy? <laughs> Again? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got a spot for you. Because it's always full, and it's just one little bar top in there. It only seats maybe, like, 12 people. Do you ever be like, hey, Fred, what, what's what's the new beer on tap? What do you do? They, they, do don't, they don't rotate their beers enough, but they're, they have a... Wide variety of burgers in there that I can put into my gut. And uh, you asked previously if there were any potential to pick up a female there in a place where people are just shoveling meat to their face. Like maybe someone's putting down a shake or whatever, but no, people are just sitting there in shame. And it's 85 degrees and humid as balls in there, so people are sweating on top of their so meat here, sweats. Here's, here's my point. It's not as shameful as like a Burger King. It's like when I walked into a Burger King in Seattle... Or outside of Seattle. Uh, the Burger King story was so good that we had to loop back to it on the no, second no. recording. We're not going to go back to it. But when you walk into a Burger King, you just see people that are defeated. 
Yeah. That's any fast food place. They've accepted life. This is their life. And this is the eight minutes of happiness they're going to have in the Yeah. Day. That's in the words of my mother that I dropped in one of the previous shows, which is, you know, she sees fat people walking around the airport and they look like they're just giving up. And, but, gonna, I mean, last time we tried to record the show, you went on a three-minute diatribe that I tend to end, <laughs> try to end several times where you talked about your experience at Burger King, which is easily the worst fast food joint in America. But the thing with Burger King and Walmart is it's a place... Outside of maybe a Hardee's. Like a Burger King and Walmart? When you're, let's say you, know, you haven't been the best spirits of late, right? You need a, you need a quick boost. That, hey, I'm a pretty good-looking guy. I got a lot of things going for me. You wander into a Burger King, you wander <laughs> into a Walmart. That's how you feel most days. When you wander into a Burger King, you wander into Walmart, you realize you're better than 98% of the clientele in there. It might be a little different for you. Maybe it's Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that's the equivalent establishment for the gentleman of the road, uh, I would say, uh, yeah. where I've spent the last month, uh, as we discussed, mostly eating burgers and such. But, I mean, look, being in, a, being in our separate situations, yeah. I think that we've had similar things that we've had to confront, which were, one... You having a child lay a hot one on your chest. Two, my mom poking me for the 18th time about whether or not there was a woman in my life and if she was going to ever have a grandchild. Yeah, so how does she go? Like, what is her route on that? Like, does she slowly go into it or does she come right at you? Uh, my mother's never going to come right at you. My dad will come right at you, firing on all cylinders. But my mom's going to say, you know, hey, Jacob, um, have you been seeing any girls or anything? Maybe even in a more subtle way, which I, I'm not capable of. I, subtlety is not Eileen, Eileen usually my strong likes, suit. Eileen usually likes to say, have you met any nice ladies out there? Yeah, that's a good way to put it. That's, that's a way that my mom would put it. And I just have to tell her, you know, I mean, one, when you spend 20 days a month at a Hampton Inn, probably not going to meet a lot of women there. You could. I mean, Ashley Madison Two, exists. when you spend the rest of the time hitting the sticks and playing golf and then getting right back on a plane, not a lot of opportunities. Can we talk about your minor meltdown nearly that I, I nearly broke your Xbox? <laughs> uh, I'm not even going to rate it as a minor meltdown. It was more like I was grumpy. I was slightly <laughs> grumpy because I went to turn the Xbox on and it did not turn on. Didn't uh-huh. turn on. Tried it again. Didn't turn on. Unplugged it. Didn't turn on. When I found the Xbox, had a towel on top of it. I assumed that you had overheated it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I just da 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 effectively, which I told you not to do. So we're going to correct that. But anyway, I thought it was broken. wasn't broken. And I'm not going to lie, I was grumpy. When you, when you came in, you knew you I was You didn't want to see me. Yeah, you didn't want to talk to me. Because I didn't have that outlet, you know, to like go and hit the sticks for a little bit. So I'm glad that you brought that content, content to the listeners, but <laughs> I am, I'm, I'm ashamed. I'm embarrassed that I was a little grumpy because of that, but... It's a real thing that happens. What we gotta do? But let's circle to back. So Nancy, Nancy does a little probing. Mm-hmm. She poked, brought. And how do you how do you just deflect, or you just tell her? Do you do one of the? <sighs> the long side. You're way worse. Way way worse at the long side than I am. But um, no, I mean I tell her the truth. I'm just like no, not really doing that right now. I mean, because. Realistically, do, you, do you lie to her and say, like, I'm not really looking to do it? No, what I tell her is, I'm, I'm t- I tell her basically that, but it's like straight up, it's like, I work for a breakfast food company in New York, and I live in San Francisco, okay? The odds of me finding any form of other party that's compatible with that living situation is 
next to nil. So I got to determine whether or not I want to continue manufacturing breakfast food mm-hmm. or if I want to leave that and then, you continue know, your profession find on a, a podcaster. Does she know about the podcast? Yet? Well, yeah, I informed her of the podcast. I informed my parents of the podcast because I got a little too drunk at dinner one night. <laughs> oh, so you're going to blame it on the beers. No. How yeah. many Shiner Box you put down? Uh, it was mostly Dos Equis at that point in time. Because mm-hmm. we were at a Mexican food joint. And, um, yeah, it was like, you know, my roommate and I talked to each other for 30 minutes on an imaginary show and sent it to our friends and pretend like our friends listened to it. <laughs> so <laughs> How did they respond to that? I mean, it's not exactly how I put it. They, they laughed. They thought it was funny. I mean, these are parents that raised me on the show Seinfeld. So, yeah, uh, they, they appreciate good humor. They love the concept of the show about nothing. Um, I mean, to give you a sense of, like, how much they love the show about nothing, my dad's favorite part of the show that I told him about was the report card, where I said, uh, at the end of the show, Seamus and I report, <laughs> uh, uh, review each other on our performance immediately prior to that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was how it went. Uh, but, I mean, I made it pa- back this past weekend, and you weren't in town, and it just wasn't the same. Not being able to sit down, you know, wake up, record, 8 a.m. I woke up at 7.45 in the morning on Saturday. It's naturally. You actually got just out of bed. Just naturally. No alarm, nothing. Just got up out of bed. And I'd gotten in at midnight the night before, and that's just because I'm used to recording. It's funny, like, uh, how the circles have changed. At the same time you were waking up, I was probably getting a hot one on my chest. <laughs> probably about the same time. About the same time. Interesting. Maybe that was an omen for me not to... Perhaps. Well, this is actually... You have another catalyst coming up in your life here, so your company's about to go through a an ownership transition, probably going to shake things up. Is that going to change your... Yeah, I will... Uh, that's most definitely happening in the soon near future. That's going to happen in the next 8 to, eight, eight to 12 weeks, I'm going to say. Yeah, it's probably a safe bet. Yeah. You're, you're a little more... Uh, knowledgeable in terms of how quickly that happens it's true but yes that will probably happen uh i will probably change positions uh or do you think that you're going to stay in the city of san francisco or are you going to try to explore another town because our other friend lettuce he and i discussed making a move to new york although you've already lived in new york so you lettuce already... is telling you he's gonna <laughs> yeah yeah lettuce said that <laughs> i have no i'm not allowed to say any of those words because that's taken over part of a conversation but lettuce is not moving to fucking new york <laughs> i bet bottom dollar to that and you know that fool's not gonna bet any money well maybe he's gonna hear this and he's gonna be spurned on to do it no i doubt it um but no I, uh this is the usually this would be the junk uh junction where i'd want to move on go somewhere else yeah once you get your bonus i don't really want to go anywhere else i like it here city-wise not not company-wise of course yeah yeah and there's a lot of opportunity here. Yeah. Especially for, if you like generally what it is that you do, most other people do that. All right, yeah, that's fine. I'm confident it's going to transition well. Really, I'm asking this mostly for the show, because you and I both know Coast to Coast show doesn't work. I mean, Matt, how serious are you about this move to New York? Oh, it all depends. I'm not going to know for another month or two. Um, but every time you comment on it, you can't talk about, or you cannot... Speak enough about how hot it is there in the summertime. It really is. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to let you in another little fun fact. I'm how so fucking excited. cold it is there in the wintertime. Yeah, but I lived in Chicago. I'm used to the winter. 
Like, I, I am looking forward to no, the that's, winter. That's a bullshit comment. I used to live in Massachusetts. I don't fucking... I'm used to the winter. No, I haven't seen it in a while. I don't give a fuck about it. All right, it let, sucks. Me, let me tell you the real problem is that when I walk from my fucking Hampton Inn where I'm already pissed off and miserable and I create a giant fucking bag that weighs 40 pounds because I don't have an office so I don't have any place to put paper so I just carry everything around with me. And 40 I, pounds? 25. I don't know. Go feel it. Okay. And I get to my office... And I am literally dripping in sweat. Like, I can feel it running down my back. I'm trying to stay as vertical as I can so it doesn't run down my shirt. stick. Too much. Yeah, I don't want to stick. Get in the elevator. Do you have an undershirt on? No, I... Because I'm... I don't understand. Why I'm lulled into a false sense of security from the West Coast, so I need to start wearing undershirts again. Have to. Um, But... And then I get up there, and then our AC in our office is weak as fuck. So, like, that's not even going to cool me off. So, I basically just have to sit there and dry for 45 minutes. Yeah, it's not good for anybody. Then you, Winter. Then you're the, then you're the awkward guy where, like, everyone's looking at you like, why is he sweating? Why yeah, sweating? yeah. Why are there drips on me and such? And then you have to think the anxiety of, am I fat or am I, is it just really hot out? Like, Well, there's no anxiety about it. I know that's because I'm fat. That's factual. Mm. But... In the winter, I'm not going to be presented with any of those issues. So you think it's going to be all better? So like when you, yeah. when you walk by a cross street and then you just feel this huge draft of wind because of the huge building, you're going to be comfortable with that. You act like I've never experienced that before. We should move on from this as bad content. All right. Fair enough. I mean, is it time to get in the weekly line? That wasn't a question. That was a statement. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Twitter stock is at $26 a share. I've eaten a pretty good amount. Pretty good amount has come out of the personal net worth on that. Do you feel like, as we discussed before, life before Seamus, life after Seamus, that I purposely introduced you to a blog where they offered (laughs) stock tips? No, not at all, because my personal investing style was always momentum-based. And there was momentum on Twitter, but it continued in the wrong direction. Uh, you, we already discussed your hinge activity, which is fucking nil. Okay, so I'm gonna assume that your girlfriend activity overall has been nil, because your only approach to social interaction seems to be via app. Because clearly you've spent too much time in San Francisco. Yeah, that's that's probably I could probably dive deeper a little bit into that. It was never that way before. Of course um, not. Yeah. Unless, you know, there's a chance I I don't think that Mama Turner would be happy if when she poked and prodded on the female situation, I was like, oh, yeah, well, I met this great girl on the Internet. (laughs) I mean, better than the the prior where, hey, this is one of my friends. Why don't you take care of her? She'd probably say. How would you think she would respond to the last? She'd probably say, "Oh, thank God, Jacob. I mean, at least this one will get you out of your rut, and you know, maybe you can find a real one." She'd probably say something. So, do you think your mom looks at you and touches you like, "Mm, "It's been a while." She looks at me and she sees a couple gray hairs. She's like, "You're not getting any fucking younger." And by the way, when I was your age, I'm pretty sure I had two on the ground. (laughs) Does she say that? My dad says that. My mom thinks that. But, uh, all right, so that covers that bet. That bet, by the way, to reset. I, mean, but it I, I did a terrible job there. The bet was that 
I would Twitter stock would be over forty five dollars a share before Seamus got a girlfriend. Okay, so now we have weight loss challenge. Shockingly, I did not gain any weight on the road, but I didn't. I can tell you right now, I sure as shit did not lose any weight. I might have gained weight for the past day. Past what happened week. with your run time? I probably ran three miles in 24 minutes. So that puts you at a eight minute clip. eight minute pace. It's not what you need. It's not what I need. And I've also noticed my normal interaction would be like, well, that's an eight eight minute thing. I wasn't really pushing myself. But that's a huge tendency of all my siblings, which I've learned that. Yep. We're not pushing ourselves. That's what I ran. Tape is a tape, right? Can't really lie about it. Well, by the way, just to rub it in, you get that pace down to seven minutes over three miles, which is a good clip, and you're still three like, minutes off. Hitting one mile in six minutes is still extremely tough because of how quick you have to go. Because you're not used to going that quick, so you're fucked. Basically, is what I'm saying. You're <laughs> fucked. I'm gonna really focus in, cut the cows. Yeah, uh, you not seem... go to that burger place anymore. Uh, I mean, dollars to donuts. You're gonna at least eat ten burgers in the next month. That's probably right. I know what I am. I also made some other incentive bets with my brother, because he's hubris and overly confident that he's going to be able to get a six-pack before me. So I got a little side action to bump me over the edge to make sure I beat you. Have you ever had a six-pack before? Yes. Okay. Because some people are just like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm skinny, so I can actually get it. That's fair. Currently, I'm skinny fat. Well, I'm not going to keep track of that bet, because it's just dumb, but... You know, <laughs> I think it's probably time to get into the report card, put the show out of its misery. Yeah, uh, for the eighth time. On the report card, uh, I'm gonna rate you on quality of vodka. Okay. So when I first proposed the idea of doing this tonight, you were still grumpy. My Xbox doesn't work. Something needs to change. So you were really like a very low end vodka, but you really turned it around. And uh, you kind of performed at a Kettle kettle 1 version. Kettle 1's about mid-tier. I was, I was pleasantly surprised with your performance. Look, you, after I called you out on being low energy, <laughs> you really turned it around. So, not that your content was great, but you were at least spitting shit out. So I'm going to rate you a Red Bull vodka. Mmm. It doesn't fucking that much. Matter. That much of a kick in the throat there. That's it, a big it deal. It doesn't fucking matter what kind of vodka you put in there, so the quality is irrelevant. But it's your your output, your the diarrhea coming from your mouth, much like from Declan's ass. Mm. I think we increased. should make a pledge to the viewers that between the two of us, one of us is gonna have a warm body of a female before the next next round I mean I'll do my best I'm a male obviously that's what I'm interested in but I'm not going to promise anything so I mean we'll are see. you really interested or are you just interested in that fucking burger <laughs> the burger's great the burger doesn't talk back I'll tell you that the burger's not moving you see where it is it comes right to you yeah, you hit it oh and you got your choice right there on the menu do I want a lamb burger do I want a Kobe beef burger right now how many times have you gotten the lamb once I, I've, I've hit everything on the menu once alright 
Well, I'll make an honest attempt. You don't have that same option at the Manoela. You just got whatever they present. Yeah. So, well, you've been pretty know. successful at the Manoela recently. All right, guys, this is the eighth episode. It was... I'm going to tell you guys right now, it was better the first time. But <laughs> at least we tried to get something out there for you. We'll, we'll try to come back to you again soon.